0: Thank you for tuning in to Summary Judgment, where Austin personal injury attorneys Josh Fogelman and Aaron Von Flatern of FBF Law discuss the ins, outs, and in-betweens of personal injury cases.
1: This is Aaron Von Flatern. I'm here with my law partner, Josh Fogelman, once again, and we are podcasting about the topic, how long does a car accident settlement take? Uh, great question. I always tell my clients, the longer it takes, the better your case <laughs> because uh, the, sh- the, the really, really small cases tend to be faster. That's a rule of thumb, right? Um, in reality, these things are, are um, kind of like snowflakes. Like I've said before, we did a podcast about how car accident settlements work and kind of touched on this topic a little bit. Today, we wanted to get a little deeper um, and talk about the different phases of the case and sort of what happens in each phase. So, Josh, um, let's just start with this idea that there are phases of the case.
0: Uh, What do we mean by that? Sure. Um, Some cases, as you mentioned earlier, Aaron, are are fairly simple. Um, The liability is clear. It's obvious who caused a crash. Insurance company is throwing up their hands, saying, mea culpa, we did it, we're going to pay on this. The injuries are very minor. A person might have a few medical bills, and they're able to get the case wrapped up. Other cases, on the other hand, can involve extraordinarily complex insurance situations. They can involve incredibly complicated injuries with dire and significant long-term consequences. We handle wrongful death cases that uh, open up a discussion with uh, an entire family of people about what their rights and options are. So when we talk about phases, uh, we're, we're sort of helping to give a general idea of what steps we have to go through in sort of a normal personal injury case before a person should expect to be in a position to start the actual negotiation with an insurance company because in my experience that negotiation is not something that should start right away or, or even within the first few weeks or months of many personal injury cases so what, what is the minimum that
1: has to be done before anyone should be thinking of trying to get a settlement accomplished.
0: Yeah. And, and again, you know, some cases are so bad and the insurance situation is so bad that oftentimes it's just about getting the insurance company to pony up the money as quickly as they can so that we can beat some of the, you know, medical bills or hospital liens to the table. But generally speaking, in, in most of cases at a very minimum, A personal injury case is all about the injury, the essence of the case and the essence of what our client should be seeking to recover for is going to depend on how badly they are injured and what their short and long term harms and losses are going to be. In addition to that, in addition to that we have to understand some of the other circumstances surrounding the case, the very basic fundamentals of the case, things like, what does the liability insurance situation look like? Uh, What what are the liability facts? In other words, how much money is there to go after? Does the person who caused the incident have their own assets? Are they accepting responsibility or are we gonna have to go out and and do a thorough investigation and prove it? Um, And every case is very different in that regard. Um, So we have to spend a, a fair amount of time in many circumstances Trying to just learn those very basics before we can even have a before we can have an educated discussion with our own client about what our recommendations are going to be as uh, to get the case settlement ready.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say you know from a nuts and bolts perspective, if someone asks me, well, how fast can I get this settlement done? Even if it's hundred percent ready the day that they ask that, uh, maybe they maybe they just called us and you know they're already healed from their injury, for example. We still got to order the medical records you know it's going to take time for those medical providers to get those back to us we might have to speak to the experts and get them to document better than they've documented in their clinical notes exactly what's wrong because doctors are focused on getting you healthy they're not necessarily focused on documenting what this all means so sometimes we have to go out and get them to document that that takes some time Um, and that's time well spent you know people that are rushing out and getting those settlements in my opinion Uh, They're getting shortchanged almost every time. And so uh, I hate to say it to people because I know that, you know, we're in an instant gratification uh, world. And I think people are expecting to get their checks right away. And a lot of times they really need them. Um, And, you know, from my perspective, we are going to go as fast as humanly possible to get this done for them. That's, you know, client satisfaction is job one for us. But, uh, you know, a lot of times you have to slow down to make it right.
0: Yeah. And, and Aaron, I know you and I have worked a number of cases together where, where what you're saying is definitely the general rule. It takes time. We have to really do the front end work to make sure that all the pieces are going into place. But there are situations, very rarely, I could probably count on on, on both of my hands the number of times this has been the case in, in my career, in the hundreds of cases that we've handled where someone calls you and they've got their hospital records already on hand, or the discharge paperwork that demonstrates the severity of an injury where they've had surgery at an emergency room or something like that. And we evaluate the case and we say, guys, there are just too many people who were hurt in this incident. The insurance policy limits are gonna become a problem if we don't act quickly. The hospital's gonna try to assert a lien and try to have a priority claim in the, in the client settlement. We need to just get this case resolved. We need to get the money in the door and in our client's own pocket as soon as possible because that was the best thing to do under those circumstances before they got completely left out of the recovery and ended up upside down as a result of a case that wasn't their fault to begin with. so. Yeah. We sometimes
1: call that a race to the policy limits, right? Like where, you know, you've got a lot of people injured. There's only so much insurance that the at fault party has. And if they're a normal person, they've got exempt assets. They don't have anything but their insurance policy to cover your harms and losses. And, you know, for me, I've sworn an oath to get as much for my client as possible. I have to drop everything and go beat everyone else to that insurance company with my demand and get that settlement. And you know, does it push other potential claimants out of the way? Yes. Is that rude? Not when you've sworn an oath as a lawyer to do your best for your client. You know, that's the way I look at it. Uh, my clients can always tell me they want less money, but it's my job to to give them that option at least.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and, you know, in most of the cases, once we have a clear picture, you don't have to always know every single detail about what the insurance situation is but generally we can get a big picture idea of what the circumstances are and once we have kind of a good idea of what the injuries are and what the long term if any consequences are going to be that's really the time in most cases when you're ripe when you're actually at a point where we can look at a case and say okay we've taken verdicts in cases like this that ranged from X to Y, or we believe that your case valuation should be from anywhere between X and Y. And and we can start the process of opening the doors to a settlement negotiation. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is, sometimes you don't just negotiate a settlement and, and move on down the road. In fact, many times an insurance company will just fail to understand the severity of the injury that a person has sustained and what consequences it's having on that person's quality of life and and their economic situation and so what we do quite a bit when it's only when it's necessary of course but what we do quite a bit is litigate cases file lawsuits and cases so i would kind of talk about that as as phase two um and in the phase two is kind of broken down into some sub phases you've got to file the lawsuit then you've got to go through the document and information exchange and take depositions which is you know a, a interrogate somebody under oath but outside of court and we talk more about that in a separate podcast um trying to get the case resolved during the litigation but ultimately that can result in a jury trial um so you know where on that spectrum from from getting, being able to get the case resolved very early on to taking a case all the way to a jury trial, where on that spectrum your case lies is really going to depend on the facts and circumstances. And the best thing to do in that circumstance is just to get educated about you know, what your rights and options are.
1: Yeah, we've never, you know, we've told our clients we're never going to push you into a lawsuit but we're going to tell you if we think there's uh, some balls being hidden and with insurance companies and corporations, unfortunately they do that. You know, we had that massive, uh, sleep deprivation case uh, you and I worked long, uh, about five years ago. And you know, that thing just kept unraveling. The, the more we dug at it, the more secrets we found that the corporation didn't want us to know. We had to have hearings to pull it out of them, uh, to get the judge to order it. Uh, and you know, when we started that case, neither you nor I knew what we we're going to get into. And so a lot of times clients are questioning whether litigation is necessary. We're not going to make you do it, but we're going to tell you when we think that you should. And so when they're not valuing your case or they're hiding the ball uh, for us, that's that's go time. we got to file a lawsuit.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Aaron, I think you'll agree with this. There are a lot of law firms out there, a whole lot of personal injury lawyers out there. That will encourage their clients to settle their case prematurely. Mm-hmm. They they won't let the medical side of things develop. They're just looking to turn the case quickly so that they can get it off their books and get the get the next one teed up and, and knocked down. And that's just not the appropriate mindset. That is not doing your client any services. Uh, whereas you know at our firm at FDF Law, the, we actually built our law firm to be the antithesis of that type of personal injury law practice, where rather than focusing on getting cases turned and getting as much money in in the door as we can at the expense of the client who's trusted us, we like to take the time to educate our clients every step along the way and help them make informed decisions so that we can make sure that we're doing what's best for them in their particular circumstances.
1: Well, that's what it's all about, you know, putting the client first. And at FEF, we have uh, always preached that everyone who works for us uh, needs to treat the client like family. And that means giving them all the information they need before they even hire us and then keeping our promises once we once they do hire us. So, uh, Josh, it's been great to talk to you about this. I think we can wrap this one up.